one day at a time for me is so helpful to realize that I don't have to figure it all out. And I feel like a broken record because I feel like I've said that so many times, but I don't have to figure it all out today. Hi, I'm Hannah Jane. And I'm Sierra, and this is Detached. We're two women in our mid-twenties who have a lot to say about literally everything. We try to focus on what we have learned through our emotional and spiritual growth. We're here to have open, vulnerable, and sometimes pretty hard conversations with each other. Just a reminder, we don't speak for any 12-step programs. All we have are our own stories to share. We are so excited to go on this journey with you all. Let's get to it. Hello and welcome back to Detached. I'm Hannah Jane. And I'm Sierra. Happy to be with you all for our ninth episode, our ninth week. Nine. We just celebrated our two months of Detached. Detached is two months old. She's a baby. I love it. She should be getting her 60 day (laughs) chance. I love it. Um, We have a... I think kind of a different episode today. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. Sierra, you want to kind of explain what we're going to do today? Yeah. um, I mean, we were just kind of thinking, we were sitting here and we're like, what do we talk about? You know, like, of course, we always (laughs) have things to talk about. But then when we try to record them, we're like, what do we talk about? Um, So we were thinking about talking about the concept of one day at a time and sort of what that means for each of us. Um, and how to break that down because I know for me when I first came in I was like one day at a time like are you kidding me like that's crazy like how (laughs) how how would I do that how would I possibly only focus on today um and not the 8,000 other things going through my head so yeah so we'll just kind of dive right into that so yeah Hannah Jane like what does it mean for you I know it's it's interesting because I think a lot of people who aren't even in any sort of 12-step program like always use that phrase too, oh, yeah like just when going through hard stuff so yeah <laughs> what does it mean for you well I think one day at a time has changed for me um you know from like when I first heard it it was literally such a wild concept to think about you know, thinking about today mm. and not thinking about the 8,000 things going on. Um, I I think I was, it was scary to be, you know, to think about the fact that, um, you know, all I had to do was be present in my life and things would kind of align, you know? Mm-hmm. I just, the idea of, one day at a time was so foreign to me and I never thought that I'd get to a place where I woke up and wasn't thinking about the anxiety of tomorrow Mm. um and fortunately that's changed you know there are definitely days where I'm like oh god you know this thing from a week from now is giving me anxiety I mean I think that there are definitely days where I wake up anxious about you know an event a week from now or two weeks whatever but one day at a time has really helped me, has helped reeled me back into reality Mm -hmm. and to remind myself that I don't have to worry about the thing a week from now, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. I can take actions today to help lower my anxiety about tomorrow, about the next week, about whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I had a little event happen like two weeks ago that 
was super triggering for me and really brought me back to a place of like major anxiety and I like immediately took the next right action Mm. you know I called my sponsor I called you Mm. um and it was really really helpful to kind of put things in perspective Mm -hmm. and I was able to use one day at a time to Mm -hmm. remind myself that it's gonna get better you know like this one thing is not the end all be all right um yeah I just received a text that was like a little shocking and I was like (gasps) and I immediately like regressed into that anxious behavior but oh my god I was able to you know take that action and it didn't like drag me down for you know a week whatever um so I think that one day at a time we use it so unconsciously it's just it's such a special whatever it is yeah no and and it's also like it's for me it was very hard to grasp in the beginning you know and I think thankfully that's changed over time but I think for me um it sort of was so daunting to think about like you know oh my god like I have to be sober the rest of my life because people I would hear people say in meetings like oh you you know you never have to drink again like I'll you know me personally like I'll never drink again like you know the obsession to drink has been removed and I'm just like well that's great for you (laughs) (laughs) but I can't imagine myself doing that you know and I think um before I got sober you know I have a a great aunt who's been sober for 30 something years and um she I I would always think about her and be like well that's really same thing like that's really cool for her that that's her identity like that she can do that but like that's not even like I could never be that person like I could never isn't that crazy yeah like just because drinking was just such a big part of me like my alcoholism was just so at the forefront of like everything I did and like my personality that it was just like the thought of not ever being able to drink again was just it was like out of the picture like I couldn't even consider it so um look at me now um amazing (laughs) but um but yeah so one day at a time it was sort of like I could not grasp just thinking about today I was like how is that possible like that's not realistic at all like how will I deal with what I have going on tomorrow if I'm only like focusing on today like that doesn't make any sense to me and so when I was in rehab um I I like signed up to chair one of the meetings because we have meetings like in-house and um I signed up to chair this like 6 a.m meeting and this was sort of for me like the first time I got I guess, like, you could call, like, a little God shot, like, sort of just um, kind of guidance from something bigger than me, and I was, like, trying to figure out what I wanted to talk about, and it was really nerve-wracking, like, chairing my first meeting, and I, there's, like, a Daily Reflections book um, in AA, and uh, there's one for every day of the year, and I was kind of just flipping through it. I flipped to May 20th and I've like shared about this a number of times in meetings because it was so pivotal for me, but I'm actually going to read it because for me, like it helped a lot. Um, So the actual reflection is above all, take it one day at a time from Asville sees it page 11. And the reflection is 
Why do I kid myself that I must stay away from a drink only one day when I know perfectly well I must never drink again as long as I live? I'm not kidding myself because one day at a time is probably the only way I can reach the long range objective of staying sober. If I determine that I shall never drink again as long as I live, I set myself up. How can I be sure I won't drink when I have no idea what the future may hold? On a day at a time basis, I am confident I can stay away from a drink for one day. So I set out with confidence. At the end of the day, I have the reward of achievement. Achievement feels good and that makes me want more. So, right? Isn't that so cool? So that, that helped me so much because I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Just focus on today. Just don't drink today. And like, that's all I have to do. And then tomorrow, I'll figure out tomorrow. Like, no, you know, I'm not setting these like parameters on myself of like, oh my gosh, okay, I have to be perfect. And like, for the rest of my life, <laughs> you know? Isn't that so nice to yeah. know that, that you don't yeah. have to be perfect yeah. and just for the rest of your life? I think, you know, it's it's interesting because I obviously use one day at a time differently than you do. Um, for me, like when I say one day, of, <laughs> one day at a time, um, when I was kind of, you know, like in my active situation, I was using one day at a time to like get me through the really, really hard moments mm-hmm. where it was like, I, I need to control this situation. Mm-hmm. It's like one day at a time. I don't have to, I don't have to control this moment right now. Mm-hmm. I can step away. I can, you know, let it go. You know, right. I can let go and let God. Mm-hmm. And that's also, you know, mm-hmm. one that I use quite mm-hmm. often. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's really cool to be able to hear your perspective on one yeah. day at a time. And then, to hear someone coming from Al-Anon's mm-hmm. perspective on one day at a time. And, you know, how how we're, like, working together with it. Yeah. You know, that's... It's really cool. It's really cool and it's really beautiful to mm-hmm. know that, you know, you're in your recovery and I'm in mine and we're using kind of, like... We're using the same thing to help us in different ways. And I don't, there's just, there's something so special about that to yeah. me. Yeah, definitely. Um, I thought of another thing, too, Um so in AA, like, you know, we celebrate people's birthdays. So like, you know, each year that they get another year of sobriety. Um, and one thing, you know, like that I've sort of picked up on that people do is we never celebrate somebody's birthday early. Like, it's not like, oh, the meeting, you know, is two days before the birthday. So like, I'll just grab my chip now. Like, no, you get it on your birthday because like, there's no guarantee of what's going to happen. Like, we just focus on being so I focus on being sober today. So it's, and it's like, it's kind of crazy because it maybe seems like, you know, there's no, there's no like expectation of that maybe somebody won't be able to, but it's, it comes from such a place of like, well, like I'm going to wake up today and I'm going to focus on what I can do today. And that's my goal. Like, I'm not going to project into the future. I'm not going to put any expectations on anything. Um, which I think is so good and it's so hard. Like you were saying, I think that's kind of where we have common ground. It's like both of us and me and sobriety too. Like we, you know, think so far ahead and we're planners, which is not a bad <laughs> thing, but we think so far ahead of like what's going to happen, what's going to go on. We put these expectations and like it's so easy to not be present, but it's so not good for us like mentally you know yeah I mean I think one day at a time is such a commitment to be present Mm 
And I don't think that there, I think that we live in a world where, or at least, you know, in this country, there's this, um, it's like so fast paced, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's like, we're not given the grace to kind of breathe and be present for today. Or at least sometimes it doesn't feel Mm -hmm. like we are. So it's, it's nice because when I'm in my meeting, it's the most present I feel like I feel all week Yeah. because I don't have a choice, Mm -hmm. you know, in that one hour span of time for as many meetings as you go to, Mm -hmm. whenever you go, that hour is really focused on the present for your recovery. Mm -hmm. And you take those tools that you like, that you've learned Mm -hmm. and you enact them in situations. And it's so, I don't know, it's just, it's been so incredible to like watch myself to like almost astro project yeah. out of my body and to yeah. see how I react to new situations and you know like being present and fighting for you know what you want mm-hmm. in a mature way or just like being able to have a conversation with someone with a lot of intention and love um like I I went through this whole thing last week with a phone bill <laughs> and I was on the phone with customer service for like 2 hours and I don't know it's just like it was wild to kind of see my reaction of like I feel just 2 mm-hmm. years ago I would have called my dad and been like I can't do it like mm-hmm. it's not working I just I can't right um but I did. I did. I stayed on the phone and I was like, you know what? I'll wait. Like, there's mm. no issue. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm here. We can talk this through. And yeah. in the end, it worked out in my favor because I was able to, you know, be present with them and not just quit. Mm-hmm. I don't really think, I don't know if that relates, mm-hmm. but maybe it does. <laughs> yeah, I think that's huge. Like, just recognizing that progress within yourself. Um, and it's so little. It, yeah, you know? it is a little thing, but it but it's huge though. Like yeah. because that's not how normal people react <laughs> most of the time, right? <laughs> like the poor customer service people, and I've totally done this before too. But you know, people like it's just it's kind of like feels like the end of the world. So like you know, being able to be patient with yourself and be patient with the other person on the other end is is big. The other thing I was thinking about too is like. Thinking back to before sobriety, like, I don't think I really even understood what it was to be present. Like, I, every thought and everything, and I don't remember a ton of it, but like, (laughs) most thoughts that I had were like anxiety about the past or anxiety about the future. Like, it was, there was no present moment for me because it was like, oh my God, like, you know, kicking myself for something I said or something I did. And then anxiety about all the things I've been avoiding and like the things I have to do that I I, like can't do because I have too much anxiety around it. And, and just like constantly living in the past and the present or the past and the future and not the present. And that's so crazy to think about, right? I, I loved that you just said that because I kind of use one day at a time in conjunction with um, don't live in the wreckage of the future. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's one, that's a saying that has always meant a lot for me because I'm some, I create those false realities mm-hmm. and it's really, really easy to kind of, take yourself out of the present and you know like think about a mistake you made a week ago and what you know it's like 
oh, like, this is how I feel. I'm super anxious about this. Or, you know, you're thinking about an event in the future and you have so much anxiety about it. And it just takes so much work. Mm -hmm. And it's never perfect. Mm -hmm. I mean, I still wake up sometimes and have, like, physical anxiety about something, you know? Yeah. Um, It's just... It's so crazy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I know it is. And, like, <clears throat> when you were talking, though, I was thinking about this, like, really cringe moment that I, <laughs> that I had. And, like, typically if I do something embarrassing, like, now, like, I can get over it pretty quick. I'm like, whatever, Sierra. Like, you know, who cares? Um, but this moment in particular, I, like, could not get past. And I, like, almost avoided the situation. So... I was, like, at Orange Theory, and there was, like, a new coach, and I, like, wanted... I always try to introduce myself, like, as I've said before, um, just to, like, you know, continue to get to know everybody, and I, like, went up... (laughs) I went up to this guy, because I thought he was the new coach, and and I, like, introduced myself, and he was like, what? (laughs) Like... And I was like, aren't you, like, so-and-so? And he's like, no. And I was like... <laughs> You're like, well, now you know who I, I am. I was like, well, that's <laughs> super awkward. And, yeah, I just, like, then went to the bathroom and was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it felt so awkward. Because that guy, he... And maybe he just, like, responded really weird. But, like, it... I just felt so embarrassed. And... Yeah, that was the first time in a while where I was like, oh my god, I just want to, like, go home. I just want to be like, oh, I'm sick, bye, and, like, just <laughs> drive home over that. But but that, you know, for the most part, like, I don't get anxiety around things like that anymore. And it's such a beautiful thing because I'm not thinking about and being like, ah, like, why did I do that? Why did I say that? You know, why did I do X, Y, and Z, which that used to be, like, my day-to-day reality, you know? Um So I'm really grateful for that. And um, I think maybe another thing I want to talk about with you is like, I think there's so much importance around how we start our days, Yeah, you know, and like, if we're saying one day at a time, like, okay, like, how are we going to make that today, like intentional? How are we going to make it as good of a day as we can, you know, from the get go? And so for me, like, I think little morning rituals and and things like that are like super key um i do also want to say sorry i'm kind of tangent no tangential right now um but i used to be sort of if like the if there was like a wrench thrown in my day like it would be really like upsetting and it would be really hard for me to like adapt so i do think like part of this whole saying yes thing is like having a plan and a ritual for the day but also being okay with like wherever the day goes yeah and so I know like this morning like I texted you so I like just got a yoga mat and I've been like doing like little stretches and like meditation in the morning and I did like a guided meditation and um I like they said like you know think of somebody in your life like you're super grateful for and that and I literally just started crying because I thought of you (laughs) and I just was like oh my gosh like I'm so grateful to have like friendships like that in my life you know um but but that's like being present right like I'm just focusing on what I'm doing what's coming into my head like in the moment and 
not not using it as time to like plan my entire day out, but using it more as like, okay, like I'm going to wake up and I'm going to focus on right now. Like I'm going to get myself into a good headspace and like just kind of get ready for the day, you know? I'd love that. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. What do you, what are some things like you do to kind of like, you know, get yourself into a good place to start the day? Yeah. Well, you know, um, as I talked about, I think I've been trying to find more consistency in my life and it hasn't been easy for me. I, you know, have been really having a hard time waking up at the same time and kind of getting my day started. So I think that's something I'm struggling with right now Mm. because I have all these ideas of what I want to do. I want to be journaling. I want to be reading these like five, six Mm -hmm. books that I have, like that I've started and I just like oh I just can't finish anything I just can't you know execute the plan of what I want to do um so I think I've had to try really really hard lately to be so present Mm. because if I'm not I the day just goes by and I've like I've only worked and I've walked June but I haven't been happy on my walks I haven't been present with my walks if any you know when she pulls I'm annoyed Mm. so there isn't like I've just I've just been having a hard time so you know I think you know I feel like it's you know it's easy where it's much easier to be like oh well just wake up and do this and then do that then everything will you know fall in line but that's like so not the truth like the truth is it takes a ton of work and a ton of self-discipline which I just am not having right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I want to be able to wake up, take June on her walk, and, you know, like, understand that when she pulls, it's my lack of training, and I need to be better, you know, with that. I need to be more intentional with that. I, you know, instead of, you know, turning on my TV at night, I want to be reading my book. Mm -hmm. So there are just little actions that I think that I can take that will get me to that place where I feel like I'm actually like acting in consistency Mm -hmm. so you know I mean I'm not I'm not perfect I'm trying my best I think I've definitely just had a harder time lately yeah um you know I'm not working out as much because of my elbow injury we love a good elbow we love a good (laughs) elbow injury um but I feel like I've kind of been using it as an excuse. Mm. So it's, I don't, I'm like, I've gone to PT. It feels a lot better. I know that I can, you know, start doing my at-home workouts. Like, you know, I still am part of my CrossFit gym. And so I'm still, you know, I can go there. And I'm I'm just creating a lot of excuses for myself lately of like, oh, well, if I go and it hurts, then, oh my God, it's going to be super annoying. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, you modify Hannah Jane. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I think I'm just, I think um, I am going to try and make a commitment to myself this week mm-hmm. to take some of those actions that I haven't been taking to kind of create that consistency and kind of bring myself into the present moment with those activities. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean... Just because we have a podcast doesn't mean we have it all together oh my God. Yeah, at all. No. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I love that so much. And, like, thank you for sharing that because it is so important that, like, like you said, like, 
Oh my god, we're so far from having it oh all together. Like the furthest. <laughs> I'm in Timbuktu, yes. guys. <laughs> but yeah, it's, you know, one thing my mom used to always tell me because I would get super overwhelmed and like, it's so funny because, you know, you can go from like, oh, I should be doing all these things, like all, you know, X, Y, and Z and like that really stressful, like busy and not having enough time for stuff but then you can also start to do it with like self-improvement things which totally. is so crazy like oh my god I should be listening to more self-help podcasts yeah. and like reading eight books at one time like it's so funny like we stress ourselves out over like good things to be I doing know, like know. and um somebody told me recently because I used to sort of live in that identity of like oh my god I'm so busy like I'm just so busy you know and be like ah oh, it's just so much going on and and I heard, like, a couple months ago, somebody say, like, like what a gift it is to be busy. Yeah. And also, like, we get to choose what we do with our time. So it's, like, all the... Th- okay, like, great, you're busy. Are all the things you're busy with things you, you enjoy doing or things that, you know, like, working on a business or, like, a podcast, like, are those things that are, like you know you're choosing to be a part of if so then like be grateful for it like don't live in this oh my god I'm so busy and like I'm so much busier than everybody else like nobody else understands and like you know you know and so I think that's really important too just to like okay if you know if you're busy like that's that's great and that's also your choice um and I think like what I was saying is that my mom always was really good at like helping me rein that sort of overwhelm in by saying like make multiple to-do lists meaning make one giant overarching thing yes of all like the short-term long-term everything in one spot and then from there make like okay here's the big goals I want to get done over the next two weeks and then make another smaller one and take off like two or three things I'm gonna try that today. This week, I yeah, think. yeah. And, or this week, and be like, okay, like these are the three things I'm gonna do this week, and like make those little commitments to yourself, and like literally pick a day to do each one. Like, yeah, and just do it because it makes it smaller and more doable. Well, and I was super proud of myself today because um, I think one of the things that I have a hard time doing is nourishing myself during the week um, well because. You know, it's like, it's, it's not that I don't, I love food. Mm-hmm. If you know, I love food. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> food is like the reason I'm living. <laughs> but, um, it's hard to like make yourself lunch every day, make yourself breakfast. Just like, it's just hard. Mm-hmm. So today I made my favorite rice salad for the week and I'm so excited. Mm. And it kind of reminded me how much I enjoy chopping vegetables Aww. and how much I enjoy making, you know, my little rice salad dressing. And even though that was like, I'm going to cry because even though that was like the smallest little action, it just made me feel so at home. Mm. <laughs> I'm crying about rice salad, guys. <laughs> It's like a really good rice salad, FYI. Oh so like, God. this is not a crazy reaction. <laughs> I love that. Aww. You know, and there's so much gratitude in the little things. Yeah, like that's what's so cool, right? <laughs> like in college, did you ever think you'd be crying about the gratitude of making your rice salad? Like, like literally <laughs> never, Sierra. <laughs> Oh my god. So good. 
But I guess, you know, it's just, it's important to me to find the joy in those super small actions because those are the ones that you're doing Mm -hmm. on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. you know? And if I'm not finding joy and happiness in like present little tiny moments, then how can I find joy in big accomplishments? Oh, this is such a good segue because I got my master's and when I got my master's, everyone was like, oh my God, congrats. And I was just like, yeah, like, okay. Like, I don't know Mm -hmm. why you guys are like making a big deal out of this. Like, it's just, you know, more school. And I remember like talking about it after maybe like a year, you know, out of it. And I mean, one, I'm so privileged to be able to get that education. And two, like, how special is it that I did that hard work, mm-hmm. you know, to get that? And I, I've i always been someone who I, like, expect failure. So it's easier when bad things happen, you know? It's like you're not expecting things mm-hmm. to go well. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, like, all of that was kind of, like, it's kind of crazy to look back and to have those experiences and see where I am now and be like, wow, like I have a master's degree. Mm -hmm. I did the work to get that master's degree and I did that work to, like that's a huge goal. That's a huge event and I did not celebrate it because I I don't know, I didn't feel worthy, Mm. you know? Um, I think there's a lot of work to be done on, worthiness for Mm -hmm. me (laughs) yeah self-worth it's hard it's really hard it is but yeah oh so like you know also talking about you know expecting to fail so like nothing bad I I don't know that like what a what a sad place to live in in a consistent way for me like that wasn't that wasn't doing me any justice that wasn't bringing me up that wasn't you know, helping me stay in the present moment. That was just expecting myself to fail in the future, in the pre- whenever. Because, oh, if I didn't, what a win for me. Mm. But now, I, sh- like, I have such a, like, a shift in that belief of, one, failure is learning and it's okay. But I am not a failure. I am succeeding. I am very proud of myself. And how important that self-worth is and that self-love because that's the energy you continue to bring into every aspect of your life. If you're expecting that kind of failure and that negative – like you're attracting that negative energy into your life and I don't want to be attracting that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. No, I know. And like I think when – it's like we are so conditioned to sort of – be like oh well you know it is what it is like okay and like kind of you know live in this um I don't want to use the word humble but like live in this sort of small space where it's like you know it's not okay to like be super proud of like what you did or whatever or it's looked looked upon as like um you know I don't know bragging or like you know so Um, but I think that stuff is so important. Like there are such big wins, there's such small wins. And so like acknowledging those things for ourselves, like I know, like, you know, that came up for me recently, like, because, you know, I did the, the in-body scan at like Orange Theory and I was super excited. Like there's this challenge going on right now, which if you know me, you already know all about this, but, um, (laughs) 
because <laughs> I've told everybody. Um, and that's on accountability. But um, <laughs> there's this transformation challenge, and it's like you, there's two winners, and it's like the highest um, body fat percentage loss. And um, so anyways, I did my final end body scan, and I was like so excited about like how much percentage loss I had and like told a lot of people and then I was like you know that sort of like ego kicked in of like oh my god like you're you're being too proud of yourself (laughs) you know like I was like this is like you're bragging like Mm -hmm. what if this makes somebody else feel shitty and that's their work to do right right and like I am such a compassionate person that like you know those those things creep into my mind but I'm like okay me celebrating a win does not take anything away from anybody else. Oh my god, you no. Know? So so that was you know, kind of crazy that that intrusive bo- like thought just like popped in. I was like, "Oh, we love those okay. intrusive thoughts, don't <laughs> we?" But yeah. So yeah, I think celebrating the wins is so important and um and, and all it does, too, is, like, inspire other people, right? Yeah. You know? Oh, well, how special is it that you can share your progress with with the people that love you, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And um, I think if someone has a negative reaction to a win mm-hmm. that you have, that clearly shows that they have an insecurity in that way. Mm-hmm. And that's not your responsibility to take on. It's not your responsibility to take on their insecurity or their issue. Right. Um, and that's definitely something I had to learn because, you know, I was like, oh, well, if I do good in this, I can't tell anyone because, you know, people are going to, like, someone's going to be jealous or something. Mm, yeah. Or, you know, like, someone has told me good news before and I felt weird. And I'm like, why do I feel weird? Like, I definitely need to do some work around jealousy and mm-hmm. Like, where is that coming from? Like, is that coming from little Hannah Jane, you know? And it's like, is that something that happened when I was little and I didn't think that I, you know, could succeed? And they're, like, they're doing what I wanted to do and they're succeeding in it. And, oh, my God, it just, you know, goes round and round and round. And I, um, a few years ago, someone, I don't even remember what the whole, like, scenario was, but... Someone had gotten a job and I was really happy for them, but like I, you know, and I had a job and I wasn't super happy in that job and they were really excited about their job and I was like feeling really jealous Mm -hmm. and some, I think my mom asked me, she was like, well, do do you want that job that they're doing? And I was like, no. And she's like, so why are you jealous? Mm -hmm. And I was like, whoa, yeah. Like I'm jealous because they're really enjoying what they're doing. Mm thank God I found my current, I'm so happy. Like I love what I do and I feel so lucky to be able to do, to like have kind of one of my dream, like dream jobs, Mm -hmm. you know, like that's super special. Um, and I'm so proud of myself for that. And I'm so happy that I was able to do the work to get that job. And it also reminds me that you know, like we all have work to do mm. and there's always going to be jealousy. There's always going to be progress that can be made in whatever you're doing. But being able to support the people that you love around you who are succeeding is so huge because, you know, then when you have a success, they're going to be there for you too. 
um, like this doesn't have to be like single, you know, mm-hmm. like everyone out for themselves mm-hmm. because that's just like not a good way to live, you know? If we're all lifting each other up, that's awesome and that's special, you know? I think it's so like... I see my friends who are loving are loving like what they're doing and I'm like hell yeah, yeah. get it yeah. that's amazing and you know doing things that they love and it's so beautiful and then I have friends who you know want to change careers want to do new things and you know they've been supportive <laughs> it's like we're all being supportive in in different ways and a win is a win <laughs> yeah oh my gosh so many good things that you just said um I think what a lot of like the like you were talking about with the job thing and like you know having some jealousy around that like all of those things are uh like protective like mechanisms that we develop like from things that happen when we're kids but they're not helpful anymore and so like that's why I think it's super important that we work through those things um but all of it's just such a like it's a scarcity mindset like it's like totally oh my gosh you know they're making more money than me so there's less for me right like like oh my gosh like they're not as qualified as I am and they're making more money than me like what and it's like no 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 like them making more money doesn't take away from like what I can like bring in what I can receive like it's not a competition Uh -uh. and like we need more people like who are doing good things and like like you said like somebody being in their job and like loving their job like that just in turn is just good for the freaking universe yes we need more people waking up and enjoying what they're doing like with their day because all it does is it just puts good energy back into the world they're just you know when somebody's in that place like the stuff they're putting out there is, like, not good for anybody. So, like, if you think about it, the more people, like, are paid fairly and, like, treated well and, like, enjoy doing what they're doing, like, that just makes our whole world a little bit better. And it's good for everybody. And I think, you know, it it's... Man, that, like, scarcity mindset is so hard to work through. I'm, like, working on it right now, and it's really challenging. Well, you know, I think that scarcity mindset um, kind of, it carries into everything you do. It's like, oh, well, I only deserve this, so I'm only going to be able to get this. And then you're putting that out there, and then you're only able to receive that because you've put that out. Mm -hmm. And... You know, like, we want to be manifesting abundance, you know? And when you start, I think, looking at abundance in a way that doesn't mean monetary value, Mm. it doesn't mean Mm -hmm. one thing, it means, it can mean whatever you want it to mean, but for me at least, looking at abundance in friendships, in love, in literally, like, in just this huge way, I feel like it opens up like a whole different universe for you yep oh it's so i love it oh my gosh i'm like getting so fired up about it <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> yeah abundance <laughs> no but it's so true like the abundance in life like it's not just about like you know monetary or like material things like it is feeling like having a full life and that's so what I feel right now like I feel like I have so many friends I have like such a close relationship with my family like I love my home I love like just everything that's going on in my life right now and it feels so full 
you know? Yeah. And that's just, like, really what it is. Like, we're working on the money piece of it. <laughs> but <laughs> we're Aren't we all? Oh, yes. <laughs> right. But, like, like, exactly what you said. We have to – I have to change my mindset because if I am staying stuck in, like, this is – well, this is how much I make. Like, this is what it looks like. You know, these are the, these are the facts. I'm going to lay them all out for you. And, like, this is – what it is and I have like in thinking that and living that like I have no room to let anything else in because I'm like that's not possible that's not possible for me that's just not a reality I can see you know and it's like whoa like I'm creating that like it's not this is not the hand that I've been dealt like I am creating that in this moment and so I'm working really hard on like shifting the way I view like money and um everything sort of in my life and like making room for that and just trusting that like you know having money like isn't a bad thing I think it's so hard because it's like you know like we were talking about earlier it it feels like I don't know like having money is this like powerful thing and that like Mm-hmm. Oh, who am I to deserve to have that? Like, yeah, how? Like, at my age, being a woman, like, how can I? How <laughs> can I have that? Right? Like, it's so crazy. But, but it's so important that I do, right? Because yeah. it's it's. My mom used to always say she used to always um, buy lottery tickets um, when we were kids. She still does. But she would always say, like, I just want to win the lottery so that I can give it back to everybody. And I'm like, oh, I, love oh, I know, right? Oh, that's so sweet. And, like, of course she would keep, you know, money for herself. But she just has so many people she'd want to give it to. And that's how I feel about it, too. And I'm like, okay, why would I not deserve to have this sort of abundance in every area of my life? You well, know? when you when you innately believe you don't deserve something, Mm. you won't give yourself the space to receive that something. By closing yourself off to abundance and Mm. what you think you deserve, you're closing yourself off to the potential of receiving, you know, that abundance and kind of whatever you are, you know, what you're open to. Mm -hmm. Um, I think in times of my life where I've been really closed off and isolated and reserved have been times where I'm like, oh, this is all happening to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, me, 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 blah, 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 blah. And I've, there was just so much self-pity. And in times where I felt really open and able to receive, I felt like, wow, you know, like, mm-hmm. this is, what an incredible life. I yeah. have the privilege mm-hmm. of living, yep. you know? Yep. And kind of bringing it back to one day at a time, when you're able to receive that abundance, you're being really present because you're being intentional about what you're asking for. You know, I just, I love that. Yeah. The intentionality is so good too. And like, also the idea that our thoughts create our reality. Yeah. Right. Like completely like what you said, like living in that like poor me kind of like place. Like it's not, it's not the universe dealing you a shitty hand. It's the fact that you're like, for me, <laughs> it's the <laughs> fact that I'm, like, sitting in this place of, like, well, this is all happening to me, and, like, it sucks, and, like, it's so horrible. It's like the world is the against world me. The world is against <laughs> me. And it's like, no, like, I'm against myself. Oh, I, well, I love that, you know, I love that I'm able to, like, bring it back to me mm. now, um, because I think it's really easy to kind of blame 
outside factors like immediately it's like well this person did this to Mm -hmm. me like this event happened to me Mm -hmm. and I think for me at least that's not a healthy way of looking at things because by blaming other people you're not taking responsibility for your own actions and yeah when someone cuts you off they cut you off but were you too close to the car were you going too fast? Sometimes people just cut you off. This is wild coming from you. No, I know this is like so insane coming from me. Um, but like, it's I the truth. I love being in the car with you is so insane. You are an amazing driver. But, but damn, do you get pissed off? All right, that is the New York energy, Sierra. That, that is New York energy. Okay, I sure. I love people driving here because it's so insane to me that everyone is just like living their life in this calm way in the car, and I'm just like, yep. Coloradans drive really slow and just like are just cruising all the time. No shade. We love you. Oh my god. Oh my god. But I'm from New York, so I have that New York energy in the car. But uh, besides all of that, Sierra, thank you for I'm calling so me sorry. out. <laughs> hey, you called me out on my like ex- driving. I did your parallel. It's okay. We we're allowed to call each other out. <laughs> but know. Um, you know, I think it is it is really important to remind yourself that you know you do play a role in your life. Because <laughs> you, know? right. you were living it. Yeah, I know. So wild. It's so crazy. I mean, it's so obvious when you say it out loud, but it's definitely not, you know, second nature. Like it's it's not what you, <laughs> it's not. It's not, right? And and just like these narratives that we tell ourselves that we have going on. Like I think that's what's so crazy and that's really something that I think AA has taught me um because it's been sort of like when you first go in it's like you know what like no nobody understands how I'm feeling I have it like worse than everybody else in this room and um yeah like you just don't get it (laughs) 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 and then it's so funny because everybody's like ah that's so wild yeah I used to think that way too but like let me tell you what it used to be like for me and Mm -hmm. then you can tell me if you relate or not and if you know it's really you have the worst situation in the room you know not like it's about comparing (laughs) at all but it's just like hey, like, we all, we have all been there, done that, experienced that, and, um, you know, you have to get out of that in order to really sort of, like, take control and also, like, surrender to firepower and all that, all that jazz, you know. All that jazz, yes, that is for sure. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, like, to bring it all back, like, full circle, I think, one day at a time for me is so helpful to realize that I don't have to figure it all out. And I feel like a broken record because I feel like I've said that so many times, but I don't have to figure it all out today. What a gift. Yeah. What a gift to know that you don't have to figure everything out mm-hmm. right now. Right. Or, you know. Ugh. Right. Exactly. And like, I think to what you said earlier, Hannah Jane, was like, you know, you don't have to figure it out. Like you just needed to kind of take the next right step. And like, for me, if I don't know what that is, like right now, you know, like job searching and stuff, like I don't know what the next right step is, 
But I do know what I can do is be of service to somebody else. So I can keep doing this. I can, you know, reach out to a friend. I can get coffee with somebody. I can, you know, kind of offer wherever somebody needs help. Like, that's what I can do. And that's what, what I know how to do. And I don't have to figure that out. And I know for a fact, based on experiences, that once I just start doing that and start taking action in some way, shape, or form, things figure themselves out and like the universe takes care of me and it works out always yeah don't I don't you love to, like, that yelling <laughs> just like telling I'm I am reminding my future self <laughs> that yeah that just like doing what I can doing what I know how to do as long as I you know feel like it's the right thing and I have the right intentions behind it you know like it's gonna work out I love that. I think one day at a time is such a valuable day-to-day kind of lifestyle Mm. because the present moment is only the moment that we're guaranteed. Mm -hmm. We're not guaranteed five minutes from now. You know? Like we're only guaranteed the exact moment we're living in. And there's something so important to remind ourselves that, you know – we need to be present because it's the only time that we are guaranteed mm-hmm. and how to live in love in that moment. Yeah. You know, I, I love oh, that. I love that so much. It's such a good reminder because there's, there's no moment that we can take for granted. Like we have no idea how long we have on this earth and every, you know, like it's, it's not worth wasting those moments worrying about, you know, what's going to happen next, what we need to do next, the next thing to achieve. It's, well, when Just I, right now. When I think about how much time I've spent being anxious about future events or past oh events, God, or, it's like unreal. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to live my life in anxiety, dread, and mm-hmm. like, you know... I just... It's not a fun way to live. It's not a productive way to live my life. Mm-hmm. So... I'm choosing not to do that. And how grateful am I to have that choice? Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Oh, this was a really good episode. This is good. (sighs) We love you guys. Um, I think this is where we'll we'll wrap it up. Feels like a natural stopping point. Um, Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, if, you know, you think you liked it and you feel like it's something somebody else maybe needs to hear, go ahead and give it a little share. Send it their way. Yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. Bye. Bye.